Let's give God a hand and praise. He's worthy to be praised. I want us to go to the book of Matthew. And I want to hold our place there. The book of Matthew, the first chapter. I'm going to begin with the 18th verse. I want you to hold your place there because I want us to go to Hebrews 10, 38 and 39. We're in a dangerous season. How many of y'all know we're in a dangerous season? Amen. Amen. It ain't got nothing to do with Christmas. It's got everything to do with the condition of your soul. How many of you know it? Amen. How many of you believe it? Because sometimes we know things, but we don't believe it. The old folks say some of us don't believe Calhoun's a hook. But trust me, they, if Calhoun's will hook, but let me tell you about how the prophets of old and the apostles through the unction of the Holy Spirit, how they felt about this thing and about that which is real and that which is not real. Are we there? Hebrews 10, verse 38 and 39. Amen. The word of the Lord says, Now the what? Just shall live by what? I say the just shall live by faith. But, that word is, if any man draw what? Back. If any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. How many of y'all see that written in the word of the Lord? In his holy Bible. But we are not, verse 39, but we are not of them who do what? Draw back into what? Sin. We're not of them, are we? Huh? In other words, it's time for us to stop allowing sinful people to draw us to places that we don't need to go. And we know better than go. It's time for us to take the reign of this thing and be leaders like God would have us to be leaders. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. This season that we're in is a blessed season. But how many of you know that any season that you can see above the ground is a blessed season? Any season. Any season that you can see ought to be Christmas. Merry Christmas ought to be every day. And if it's not every day, then we ought to challenge ourselves to tell each other Merry Christmas in spite of it. We need to, we need to start challenging our old crazy selves. Because I told y'all, self is our biggest enemy. If we ever go and die and go to hell, self going to be the one to do it for us. It's going to be the one to get us. God said, my spirit is not going to strive all the ways of man. Matthew, the first chapter, verse 1. Title of this message, the word of the Lord is, Born Among the Animals. Now, the word says in Matthew 1, 18, it says, Now, that means right now, 
something is happening. And this now, and it's funny how the, the word always constantly says now. You can go right over here in verse 22 and you'll see now again. And you can go in chapter 2, verse 1, and you can see now again. Just now, just keep coming up. Because God wants to understand that God's word is a rainbow word. It's a now word. The Bible says in verse 18 here of Matthew 1, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. Now, 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 the Jesus Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. We've already declared that in 1 Corinthians 1.24. So we already know that he's talking about the birth of the power of God and the wisdom of God in us. And he says what? So what he's talking about, he's fixing to show us something here. And I might have to roll up my sleeves on this because this is a good one. But I ain't never got up here and it wasn't good to me. I don't know about somebody else. Okay. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother, Mary, was in spouse to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. That's some strong stuff there. So in order to bring this thing about, we got to understand that if the power and the wisdom of God is to be born in us, it's got to be done by way of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost got to put that power in us. Now, Mary, the mother, that is to conceive this, the word Mary is, means rebellion. Rebellion against religion. Mary is the one who chooses the grace of God instead of mainstream religion. The power of God does not display itself, neither does it birth itself in religion. Never have and never will. So Mary is that soul that rebels against the mainstream religion, and she's more in favor of the power in God, of God that brings forth grace in our life. See, Mary ain't looking for religion. Mary looking for grace. Mary ain't looking for the law of judgment. Mary's looking for grace and mercy. So Mary was a spouse to who? Joseph. Now, Joseph means let God act. So God wants to add something to our life. But we have to get in position. Because first of all, he can't add it to our life until Christ, the power and the wisdom of God, be born in us. You understand what I'm saying? It, it can't happen until then. You see, so what happens is, is that Mary is the prime candidate to receive God's power and God's will. Joseph, who never touched us, is to be 
her husband. Joseph means let God act. So through the birth of Christ in us, God will add things to us. Did you hear what I said? I said through the birth of Christ in us, God will add things to us. Maybe is the spouse to Joseph. In other words, God has something for us. But he can't give it to us until the true power be birthed in us. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm going to give you a Christmas message. You see, so, so what happens is, he said, now, he, he said, the birth of Jesus Christ is born on his wife. In other words, he's about to tell us how the power and wisdom of God is birthed inside of us. He said, now, when, at, when as his mother Mary was in power to Joseph, before they came together. See, before they came together. Before what God got for you can come together to be with you, there has to be a birthing of God's power. Because it's God's power that's going to draw it out of the spiritual realm. That's where God has placed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And without the power of God inside of us, it can't draw it to you. Am I making myself clear? You will never succeed, not on God's terms, if you ain't at that level yet. The dog will return to his vomit every time. You hear what I say? That's word. God got all of it for you. I'll show you how to get it. Now, this is what takes place here. Verse 19 says that then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, he wasn't willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. See, he didn't want it. See, see when God, this is what happens to the church. The church likes to do what Joseph was about to do. God was about to bless men. Should have been publicized. Because the word of the Lord tells us in um, Psalms 34 verse 2 that my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. And the humble shall hear. So Joseph should have been blessed. Should have been boasting on this thing. Shouldn't have been worried about the law. But should have been boasting in what God had already said in his law. And pointed it out in the law. To those who didn't seem to understand what the law was saying. But he did. He just like people. Just what people would do. God adds to their life and bless them. And this is what people would do. People would say, you know, I don't want nobody to think I'm trying to be more than what I am or. I don't want people to think this way about me. Or I don't want people to think that way about me. But God blesses you so that you can promote him. Because it says, yeah, how about that? My soul shall make her blood humble in the Lord. And the humble shall hear. The humble. 
they don't want to hear it anyway. The rest of them are going to say, well, you know, they think they something. I am something I'm a child of the king. And you can't do nothing about it. Amen. Only thing you can do is get in where you fit in. Now that's what you need to do. So what I'm saying to you, church, what I'm saying to you is don't ever put away privately what God is doing for you publicly. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care where you go. You do not take your mantle off of who and what you are just because you are around the wrong kind of people. The hell with it. You better learn how to wear this thing and wear it well. I'll give you a Christmas message. The birth of Jesus. So this word tells us here that Joseph was wanting to put her away publicly. Uh-uh. No, you got to display this thing. So this is what happened. Verse 20 said, but while he thought on these things, look what happened. Behold, the angel of who? Uh-oh. Appeared unto him in a dream, saying, how many of y'all know God still give people dreams? Yeah, he still do that. One thing I learned about this pool people, I had to learn it the hard way, but I learned it. God is real this time. Yeah. Very real. Very real. Very real. Fearfully real. Well, the God said, but while he thought on these things, the holy angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, in other words, those things that I'm going to add to her, thou son of David, look here. Joseph means to let God add. Thou him call him thou son of David. We know that the son is a builder. So whatever, and we know that David is the beloved of God, so David represents the soul of a man that's in Christ because that's God's beloved. See, we're God's beloved. We're the David in God's life. You got to know who you are. You're that King David within your soul. You are. So, but something has to build that kingship. Joseph, thou son of David. Joseph, the things that God adds to the soul that refers to Grace, Mary, who rebelled against mainstream religion and chose Grace instead. What happens is these things that God adds to Mary, it builds the beloved of God, known as David in us. Does that make sense? He said, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the what? Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, a bill. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, Savior. For he shall save his people from their what? Sins. Only God's power can do that. Birthed in us. Matthew 2. Let's begin. Matthew 2. Verse 1. You see? Now, 
There it is again, now. So it's still dealing with a right now situation in our life. Now, when Jesus was born, look where Jesus is born. Jesus is born in Bethlehem of Judah. Judah's praise. Bethlehem is the house of, 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 of bread. Sounds like Jesus is born where those that are being fed by the word of God is. Who give God his praise and his honor as they're being fed. That's what gets people saved. In other words, your witness, your praise. The opening of our mouth and speaking it into people is what causes people to want to get saved. If our lifestyle lines up with what we say. Because I'm going to tell you something. Ain't nobody going to listen to no jacked up Christian. Nobody. I don't care whether you're sitting in the back of the room or whether you're up here. If you're jacked up, there are certain things that we can't do. That's just all it is to it. And what people do is, people try to twist the scripture. That's why you got to be so careful about who you're listening to. And if they're wrong, then you're obligated to correct them by the word of the Lord. And you have to stand fast on that. Because you can't pick out one scripture without reading the rest of the story. You can't do that. You'll leave people a damnation. And you have to answer for that. Now, we're playing a dangerous game here. We're playing a very dangerous game here. And we don't want to do that. If the devil want to go out through y'all and bust their head, you let him. Don't you be a fool and go too. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah, in the days of Herod the king, Herod of that spirit in us that has a form of godliness but refuses the power thereof, denies it. That's Herod. Got a form of godliness. See, a lot of us got a form of godliness. Say, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Now, when he's born, He's born in this house of bread where it's being fed the word of God and we're giving praise to God. That baby is born in us, that power, that wisdom. And when that power, that wisdom is born, wise men come from the east. East is within. Wise counsel comes from within when the baby is born. It can't come to the end now because it can't see the, what a star is. The star shows up. That star means to pierce the heavenly realm. And once that star pierces, once those wise men, that wise counsel pierces what's inside of us, it leads us to where that baby is born at in us. It leads us to where the power and the wisdom of God has been birthed. So they come to Jerusalem, where King Herod has taken over the rulership of your people. See, a lot of us think we can have peace in the things of the world, the things that King Herod is over. So what we do is, we, we got a form of godliness, we just got religion. But we got deaf ears to what God is really saying, and that's why Jesus said there is a death. 
Their eyes are blind. Their hearts are hard. He said, I can't do nothing with them. Can't do nothing with them. Can't do nothing with them. So we got other places we got to go to deal with. I saw the other day on that nativity thing. Brendan me and Brendan Lynn, they were going up to Jerusalem. Poor Dunkey was so, so tired and hungry, he fell out. Dunkey fell out. I ain't never seen a Dunkey fall out. They had to get him on both sides. One man on this side, one man on that. I hold his Dunkey up, old Dunkey just a walk. But he made it. What a kind of safe church. Sometimes you have to waddle in. As long as you get it. As long as you make it. That's all. It ain't about who makes it first. Some of the last to go first. Some of the first to go last. But you got to run this race with patience. You got to run it. This is one race that you don't have to be the first one. But you got to cross the line. He doesn't do it to the end, shall be saved. You done did all that work and then you just gonna throw it away. That's crazy. Ain't no way. All that work. Who was you doing that for? Where are we when the word is coming forth that through the tribe when we break, when we, when we, when we work and when we throw things out in faith, our faith is gonna be tried. Where are we when we don't, when we're supposed to be listening to that? And then just as soon as our faith is tried, we go run on the couch somewhere, hollering, woe is me. You just got the word. The word just told us when we pick up the torch that we wage war against God, I mean against the devil. So why are we crying? Get your gear on and get your, you know what, in gear to fight this battle. That's all we can do. That's what soldiers do. Soldiers don't cry. Soldiers fight. That's what soldiers do. Soldiers. I'm talking about soldiers. I'm talking about women. I'm talking about soldiers. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem and Judah in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men. See, wise counsel comes in the multitude of counsel, dwell safety. Wise counsel comes immediately when Jesus is born. Guess what? Wise counsel begins to seek you out because it wants to connect with you. Now, I know this song, but we're going to get to that in a minute. But I don't want to step it. I get to it as we get to it. Verse 2 says in 2, Matthew 2, 2 says, When they came to Jerusalem, they came saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and we came to worship him. But they see a star within. Star means to pierce the heavenly realm. Pierce the kingdom of God within. Where did they come from? Where did your wise counsel come from? Within. Because it pierced. What was inside of you couldn't do it though until Jesus was born. When Jesus was born, wise men came, and the word of Isaiah says, For unto us a child is born. 
And unto us a son is given. And he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And there shall be no end to it when he's born in you. God gave us a child and a son to build us in him. That's an awesome thing to do. But verse 3, he says, when King Herod, now, when he had heard, the king got a problem with this. Because King Herod, that form of God in him. You know, the Pharisees, they had a problem with Jesus, didn't they? Yeah, they got a problem with Jesus in you, too. When you go up in there and tell them that, hey, take the fluff out. Just get rid of it. <laughs> take it. Take the fluff out of it. We like it raw, unleavened. Jesus said, I want you to feed my people unleavened bread. Take the fluff out of it. It's too much fluff in religion. Too much. So when you take the fluff out of that thing, they're going to they, they, they fight you. Because you're taking their clay thing. I heard old Brat Baptist preacher one time tell me, I said, man, why are you hooping holler like that? He said, that's my grave. I said, but what about the meat? I said, that's all you eat then is gravy. He looked at me like I'm crazy. And I said, that's all you feed is gravy too. And it's got grease in it. <laughs> I didn't see him no more. Talking about his gravy. When did, when did it become about the preacher? That's what I'm trying to figure. When did it become about him? I tell you, I ain't got time for no foolishness. No. Verse 3 says, When King Herod had heard these things, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him, see. You, you, you start stirring up religion. And you start talking about the true things in here. And you start showing people how wrong religion has been and how they have mistaught this world because they brought in theological doctrines that's clouded the people's minds. And now nobody knows what their left hand is from their right hand. They all mixed up. So people now, we just stay stupid and dumb because it's too hard now to retrain ourselves again. So we'll just stay where we are and we'll just die in that dead church that ain't giving no revelation, that ain't giving no pure word of God. We'll, we'll just have a program. And we'll just follow the program. We'll let him come up and read two scriptures. We'll let him come up and sing a song. We'll take up five offerings. You know something about that? Yes, but anyway, verse 4 says, And when he had gathered all the chief priests, look who he gathered. Look who King Herod gathered. All the religious people. The chief priests, the scribes of the people, together, he demanded them where Christ should be born. You see how they do, don't you? See what government do? Government tell you you can't talk about Christ. 
Government get all the leaders together and say, now you can't do that here. And guess what? They get scared and they don't do it. And they tell them everything they want to Yes, sir. They don't stand up for nothing. They don't stand up for nothing. But they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judah. See, they ratted him out. For thus it is written by the prophet. They straightforward ratted Jesus out. And they'll rat us out too. Thou, and verse 6 says, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princesses of Judah. For out of there shall come a governor, a ruler, that shall rule my people in Israel. You see what you see where the greatest things come from? Out of that which is small. The Bible says in the book of Obadiah, I have planted an ambassador among the heathen, and he is small, but he's greatly despised. Greatly despised. He's small. He said, I planted that ambassador there. But everybody will kill Because he is greatly despised. It's something that he's doing that they don't like. And verse 7 says, Then Herod, which is that form of godliness, when he had privately called the wise men, he inquired them diligently what time to start peace. He wants to know. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when ye found him, found him bring me word again, uh-huh, that I may come and worship also. See what he does? He's cunning, he's crafty, but he's a liar. See, he sounds like he's with you. He sounds like it. But he really wanting to kill that which is going to help you. He wants to kill that in you. And in doing that, he's killing you too. But see, God has a way to speak to those of us who will hear. We're going to see this in a minute, too. And he said, and verse 9 says, And when they had heard the king, they departed at low, the star, mm -hmm. which they saw in the east within, and things that pierced within themselves. They went before them till he came and stood over where the young child was. You see, Jesus can be in us, but if we ain't following the right thing, how many of y'all know that we will not, and I repeat, we will not find him and he'll be right there in us? He'll be right there in us, waiting. But I, 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 I kind of like the way God does this. Because in verse 10, they said, and they saw the star, and they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. See, you got to be happy about Jesus Amen. being birthed in you. you. you got to keep that desire, because if you, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. We are about, what, 14? Somewhere on in there? The joy, no joy, no strength. If your joy leave you for this Gospel, so will your strength. 
And when your strength leaves you, you get just like that donkey. But even the word of God say, lift up your hand and your feeble knees that's hanging down on you. Lift them up. Strengthen them. Even the word of God says that. So verse 11 says, and when they were coming to the what? This house. See, this Christmas message is about Jesus being birthed in you. When they came where? Into the what? Your house. This house. They saw the young child mm -hmm, with Mary, his mother. Uh-huh. See, the child is only going to be with the person whose soul has rebelled against mainstream religion. She ain't going with that. I don't want that. I want this. Pure and uncut. They fell down and rushed him. And this is what I want you to understand something here. And when they had opened their what? Ooh. They presented unto him what? Yes. Hold up here. Wait a minute. Now, when they left Jerusalem or Nazareth, they were poor. Hold up now. They were poor, were they not? Didn't have nothing. Yeah, and he's weak. When they left. But now something's about to happen. Something about to happen. Now wise counsel. The baby's born. Something happened. Remember? He's given us all spiritual blessings in heaven and places in Christ. But you can't get it until Christ gets born again. See, we keep putting the cart before the horse, but if we ever catch the revelation. To put the horse in its position and stay out the way of God. God will do some great things. Watch this move. So, they go up poor before Jesus was born. Mm -hmm. Now Jesus is born. Mm -hmm. Now wise counsel is coming. Mm -hmm. But when wise counsel comes, wise counsel don't come in to handle it. Wise counsel comes with gifts. Gold, frankincense. And that's, that's three of the most expensive things that was back then. I'm serious. Y'all get what I'm saying here, don't you now? All because of the birth of Jesus. I tell you, I'm going to give you a Christmas present. Jesus. All because of Jesus being born. They were not born now. But just like that, wise counsel comes in. And when wise counsel come in, wise counsel don't play. I'm going to show you something in the Word about wise counsel. When wise counsel comes in, wise counsel comes in with money and everything else. Go to Deuteronomy 8.18. Deuteronomy 8.18. The Bible says that it's God that has given us the power to attain wealth or to get wealth. Wise counsel when, 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 when the baby, Deuteronomy 8, 18, when the baby was born, the power of God in the book of Deuteronomy says that God has given us power to get wealth. 
When he was born, they, didn't, they bring, didn't they bring gifts as well? Huh? That's word. So now we have this wealth. And the Bible says that they opened their treasures. Uh-huh. Now Matthew 13, 52. Go there. Come on to the see something. Matthew 13, 52. The Bible says in Matthew 52 something, and of course I'm going to paraphrase it, basically, is that every scribe that's instructed in the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven is like a man that owns a house and is able to bring forth out of it both old and new. What? Amen. Tell But he got to be instructed in what? The kingdom. He can't. There's the word. There's the word. He's got to be instructed in the kingdom in order to go in. See, it's already in here. If you want the window to be open, it's got to be open from then here. This is, this is where the window of heaven is going to be opened up. The more you know about God, the more that window in you is open. And that's where the treasure they just flood out. Church. <laughs> give me the kingdom. Amen. Give me kingdom now. Don't give me church. Give me kingdom. Mm -hmm. I am the church. I already got that. Mm -hmm. that Deuteronomy 8, 18 tells us about how we are to, 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 to uh, God's power gives us the ability to attain wealth. Now go to Luke 2, verse 6 and 7. Luke 2. Luke 2, verse 6 and 7. I'll be there. I want you to hold your places there. Hold your places. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Let's go back over here where I was. I want you to see something. Now they were presented with gifts, right? Verse 11 over here in Matthew 2, verse 11. And those gifts were gold. First time it was gold. Sound like wealth to me. Don't it sound like wealth to y'all? If you don't believe it, go try to buy some gold. Even old gold chain, go. Try. They were, now they went up and broke now before Jesus was born. But when Jesus was born, all of a sudden now, all this wise counsel coming, and when wise counsel comes, so does wealth. Because God gives us the power to get wealth, right? That's word, right? Everybody with me. So, what happens is, is that the first one is gold. The reason they gave them gold not only was to, 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 to bring forth a physical wealth, but the spiritual wealth was the fact that that gold represented that he was pure in spirit. And then they gave him frankincense because frankincense represents the fact that he was heavenly in exercising his love. So frankincense dealt with the purification of his soul. His soul was pure. So that gift was given to show the pureness of his soul. And then myrrh was given to show that he was sinless, pure in his place, okay? Amen. All three of these were expensive gifts back in them days. Check it out. Very expensive. They were bringing those spices and stuff from all over 
the east. They traveled all over to get these spices and herbs to make this frankincense and myrrh. And, 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 and everybody knows gold is expensive. So don't look to me like they poor no more. Don't look to me like Look to me like they have a little bit of money. Because they didn't burn too little, you know, they brought probably treasures, chests of this stuff. Now look at Luke. 2, verse 6 and 7. Luke? 2, verse 6 and verse 7. Are we there? Yeah. And so it was that while they were there, that they were in uh, Bethlehem, the days were accomplished that she should be what? Now she represents Mary, and Mary represents the soul that's in the grace of God. Does not God deliver us? That when that birthing came, it delivered us. It, when Christ is birthed in us, it brings forth deliverance to our soul, right? She was delivered when the time came. But I want you to see something here, church. I want to head for you. I'm going to give you a revelation straight from above. Look at this next verse here. Verse 7. And when, and she brought forth her firstborn what? So the, she brought forth a builder. The firstborn builder, the firstborn son, is Jesus, which is the power of God and the wisdom of God. That's the first thing that you've got to get when you get saved is power and wisdom. He endues us with power, and he endues us with wisdom through Jesus Christ. Okay. Because that's who he is. That's who Christ is. First Corinthians, 124. It'll tell you that. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and look what happened. And what happened? Wrapped him in what? Hmm. That word wrapped in swallowing clothes means that he was wrapped within ourselves. What happens is, is when the baby Jesus is born in us, it's wrapped in our flesh. Those are the swallowed clothes. You got it? He's wrapped. And then they placed him in a manger. That word manger means stall or place where the animals see. Now, animals represents our animalistic affections in nature. So the baby Jesus was born among, he was born wrapped up in our flesh and placed right there in the midst of all of those animalistic, lustful desires. You, you understand what, what, what we're up against. Do you understand what we're up against? You understand? You've got to understand what we're up against. Swallowing clothes. They laid him in a manger, which is, they laid him among those fleshly desires. And he was wrapped up. That power in us is there, but it's wrapped up. And the only way that we can become unwrapped and it can break free is to allow it to grow through the constant eating of the Word. 
because there is a constant fight between the spirit and the flesh. The spirit trying to get out something we don't swallow and close. Because if it ever breaks free, you know, it, it's got it going on. It can do what it needs to do. But here's the thing. Satan knows that. So what Satan does is, Satan continues to bombard us, and what we do is, is that we keep falling for it, and, and what happens is, is that we wear ourselves out trying to fight Satan when we need to allow ourselves to receive the Word of God and let the Word do the fighting for us. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. And so we have to train ourselves to do it. Because after he was laid in a manger, the reason he was laid in a manger, because there's no room for them in the end. Now that word, no room in the end, means that there's no rest in this journey that we're on. That's why he was laid where he is. As long as we're in this body, there's not going to be no rest for us as far as the war between the spirit and the flesh. Every day of our life, there's going to be something that we're going to have to deal with self about. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are, man. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. I got so hot this evening, I can always be me and Brandon. I got so hot this evening, I had to go and repent. Because 50 times I done told Brendan not to turn that eye I got five skins in there where I'm trying to keep half burning down. I don't understand why. Because <clears throat> I done told her that at least 100 more times, literally. Maybe two, 102. Yeah, and I go in there, and the thing just burns, and it's electric stove, and y'all know if water get on electricity, it you know anything out. I mean, and, and I'm looking at it, and I see that thing all the way up, and something, I mean, a lightning bolt just go through me, and it seemed like all hell opened up in me. That's why I ain't there yet. I ain't gonna sit in here, you want all that? That'd be a lie. No hell got in me. And I let her know hell was in me too. And then I go in there, and I'm ironing my clothes, and I'm feeling real bad. Because now, now I gotta talk to God about my craziness. See, you understand what I'm saying? Now I, I, you know, now I gotta go in there and repent over. And I was alright. But uh, what I'm trying to say is people need to leave folk alone sometimes. Because folk will make you, uh-uh, uh-uh, not with you. No. Look down. Because all of us get there. All of us. No. The devil is a stinking lie. All of us are guilty. All of us. And we need to get real and stop lying. And Brenda came in there, and she caught me in my repentance state. And she, you know, she came in, she come in and hugged me because she knows that she had done me wrong. It was no reason for me to have to go to God and repent. Because of something that somebody else made me do. I know y'all say, can't nobody make you do this? Yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah, they can too. If they touch that right thing on you, they can. Yes, they can. Now, 
You ain't so above it that can't nobody make you sin now. That's why we got to be careful. We got to be careful who we be around. We got to be careful who we listen to. And we got to know how to get away as quick as we can because, folks, not only yourself will make you sin, but people will make you sin. Because I'm telling you, man, something went through me, man, and I sinned. Yeah, me, the pa your pastor. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I so did. And then I went in there and I'm repenting and feeling bad. You know what I'm saying? Because just that quick. Just that quick, man. That's what I'm trying to say, just that quick. I suppose I'd have had a heart attack in the midst of me saying them blurs out of but that thing came out of me so quick, that's why I know I ain't dead yet, and you ain't either. <laughs> well, let's be real. We got a ways to go, don't we? You think you got all that? You let the right thing hit you, like that stove when I see it up on high. That do something, man. Man, let's do something to me, man. I, I ain't conquered that shit. That, I have not conquered it. And, I, and, and, and Lord, let me see the baby. I haven't come to this too. Real quick. And I prayed. And I said, God, you just got to forgive me for my whole life messed up. I'm just messed up now. I don't, you know. And then you can bring me. She told she had done me wrong. She came in, you know, hugged me, you know, and we laughed. And she be laughing at all. Now God got to get you. You see what I'm saying? But I'm mad. I'm mad, man. I went through some changes not that time, man. I mean, if I had a gun, I'd have shot the house up. I wouldn't have shot up, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, but I'd have shot the house up. I'd have, had a, I'd have had to have some roofers up in there. Man, I ain't joking, man. Something went through me, man. I mean, it was like a boat. It went up through me, a boat of light. Please don't do that no more, baby. I, I, I'm not built like that. But what I'm saying is, is that you know, we went, and before we knew Christ, we were in poverty. But when that baby Christ was born, something happened. Something happened. Something serious happened. And all of a sudden, wise counsel from within ourselves began to seek us out, or seek that baby out of us. Now, when it comes, it don't come empty-handed. It comes with what? And Moses knew that back in Deuteronomy. He knew that when Christ is born in us, that wealth comes with it. Because Christ is that power, and it's God's power that gives us the ability to get wealth. See, Moses knew that. Matter of fact, Moses knew so much about the whole situation that he called the saints. That's how far he stretched into the future. That he stretched in it so, so far until Moses called us saints. And, and, and I find that to be an awesome thing because it's just a wonderful thing to know that God will allow himself to be birthed in us 
just so we could be heir to the promise of all his wealth. It belongs to us. But it can't be given to us until Christ is born in us. And that's not a play thing. I say Christ being born in us ain't a play thing. You see, too many of us playing with it, and that's why we don't get the wealth of it. But if we get real with this thing and let God do his magic, then God will show up. And not only will he show out up, but he'll show out in our life. And he will give us things, not only that are pertaining to the things in this life, but he'll give us to the things that are pertaining to godliness and the other life also. That's what God will do for us. So my thing at this Christmas is let Jesus be born in you. And understand that when he's born, that he's wrapped in swallowing clothes. And that he's born among all of these physical and, 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 and carnal affections and desires. And it causes a struggle in our life. And during the time of this struggle in our life, we have to realize with patience what it is that's going on. Because by us not understanding and realizing what's going on, that's where the devil gets in and he collapses us. And once he collapses us, he's able to keep us tied up like a mummy. Remember Lazarus? He said, loose it and let him go. See, he was wrapped up. When you come out that cave, you got to get unwrapped. You got to take that napkin off. Because self will blind you. I say self will blind you. But we got a God who is able to make us see. Let's give God some praise.